Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Utelese right on cue. And hello. Welcome to a podcast about the happenings of the National Arts Festival. I am Amasha Shosha and I will be one of your Ride on Q hosts. Q Radio is brought to you by Q Media in collaboration with Rhodes Music Radio and Grokot's Mail. Coming up in this episode, we will hear about The Lost Supper, Can't Stand Still, Shenanigans of the Mind, and by the Anthony Sloan's review on Ipshungulendaabo. The National Arts Festival consists of a variety of shows, including theatre. One of those shows was The Last Supper. The Last Supper show looks into the issues being faced in local schools where children find themselves in situations where they date teachers. The show represents the consequences of living in such situations, more especially results of being in a love triangle, which results in the demolishment of a family. Our reporter, Kulumang Kulani, managed to find the director and ask his views on the show, and also the views of the audience. My name is Raymond Tisizomodungwana. I'm the director of a cast called uh, uh, Judah Movement. It's Judah Production Arts Foundation. Look, we took uh, the experience of young girls who found themselves dating teachers, who found themselves not focusing on their education, or else the trap of uh, this lady who's playing a role called uh, Kidibone found herself dating his own biological father. When I was doing Metric 2007, I had a friend who went through this experience and the story was a, strate- a strategic story in Rustenburg that happened and then um, he, the lady that I was in class with, she found herself going to date a teacher and then uh, the mother died, the mother poisoned their food and then um, it, it, it was just a big tragedy in Rustenburg when, during that year and the mother was so, we feel that, I felt the mother was so cruel that I lost a friend. Unfortunately the sad part is that they are no more at the present moment. The message we are trying to spread is the, 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 the school environment uh, relationships, the relationships between teachers, the relationship between parents and children. Parents must know what their children are doing at school. Teachers are supposed to play their roles, not date school children. We are against that. We are against that. So we are st- trying to spread the message that children must stay focused. T- uh, teachers must know that they are teachers and they are parents. They are not uh, boyfriends and girlfriends at schools. Yes. After the show, Kulumango managed to interview some people from the audience to hear the thoughts on the show. Uh, well, when I first when it first started, it was yeah, a little bit shocking. Um, the language was a little bit of a problem, but then as the show went on, you understood it, and so the language didn't really matter in the end. But it's a very good story. I mean, it's real. It's what's happening in South Africa. It's what's happening 
every day in our lives. It's, it's what all our kids are going through. It's life. It's facts. At first, I really wasn't sure where it was going. And then there were some laughs, some like moments. And like afterwards, looking back, it was such a roller coaster. Like it was such an up and down ride. Like I'm a drama student myself and watching that acting was like, it was really emotional. It was really moving. Like the actors are actually so brilliant, especially the mom and the husband and even the daughter, like actually so brilliant. I really loved it. Yeah, it was really moving. I think it's like, even though I didn't understand some of it because I don't understand the language they were speaking, I thought like you could still pick up on it. Like that was like real acting. Like I, I think a lot of people don't get the experience to have that. And I thought it was, yeah, it was genuine. I thought it was really good. Um, so we go on holiday tomorrow. So we're going to try and see if we can catch another one now. But yeah, we're not sure if we have time, but yeah, yeah. Can't Stand Still follows the story of Nati, a young man who is struggling to fit in at school. He fidgets, he's easily distracted, he has trouble reading, and he can't stand still. The show was inspired by the story of how Gillian Lane, a famous world choreographer who became a dancer and then later a choreographer, Apiwa Gutle, our reporter, brought us this. Yeah, maybe this is the first one right. Maybe I am a lost cause, not only possible times. Dance. My name's Kim. I am the director and the writer of Can't Stand Still. This is Nati. Um, and I am starring in the show. Cool. So um, my business partner, who unfortunately had to stay in Cape Town, he went to, when he was at school, he was dyslexic, but nobody knew. And so he was kind of written off as just this. And only later in life did he discover that he was actually a dancer. And that was his gift. And so he had to sort of rewire his brain into believing that he had worth and value. And um, yeah, so the show kind of celebrates that and the fact that everybody has a unique skill and a unique talent and that, you know, you just have to find your talent and celebrate talent. And yeah, I think that's kind of the main message of the story, that everybody's different and everybody should be celebrating their skills. And yeah, the expectation for the show, yeah, we hope that a lot of young people can see it and that they can sort of calm themselves and feel relaxed watching it and that they don't have to be excelling at every single thing and that it's okay to yeah, have your thing um, and you don't have to be perfect at everything. And we hope that adults who see it can also relate because I think so many of us spend a lot of our lives trying to fit in and try to be excellent at everything. I play the character who is my own namesake. We've just decided to stay with my name for the character. Um, but essentially, yeah, he's a kid who is at school um, and is kind of in that space where you start to discover or try to figure out what your thing is. There's some people who are fantastic at academics, some people who are fantastic at sports, and you know what I mean? And you kind of all find your thing. And he's in the space where he's struggling to find his thing, which I think is the thing that a lot of kids can relate to and understand. It's a very visceral thing for them. Um, and so, yeah, the story is about essentially going on that search, going on that journey of going, what am I good at? I don't have to be good at everything. Uh, there is no sort of single metric for what intelligence is. Um, and for my character specifically, he finds it through dance. Um, yeah, I think it's just a heartwarming little story about finding your place in the world.
This multi-award-winning mentalist and magician strives on making the impossible seemingly possible. He won the Sarant Bank Silver Ovation Award for his 2023 performance of Impossible. He's not only considered to be one of the best magic acts in South Africa, but is also highly regarded as one of the top current talents in the world. Our reporter, Nande Mbengela, brought us this. Hello and welcome. Yes, my name is Brendan Peel. That is my real name and my stage name. And indeed, I am a magician of sorts. Now, as, uh, as magicians, uh, you know, we do like to try and play different types of games because that's how a lot of us as magicians see uh, sort of magic and learning magic. It is a little bit of a game, uh, playing a bit with the audience and things like that. So I started magic when I was about 10 or 11 years old. Uh, I just started off doing sort of little card tricks and stuff like that uh, because I, I got actually a little magic kit, learned a couple tricks from this magic kit, and then ended up basically sort of taking it a bit further by learning more and more, more card tricks, etc. And from there, I actually started doing magic at a restaurant from uh, PE, which is now Klebecha. That's where I'm actually from originally. Started doing some magic at like a, a local restaurant, and from there, um, sort of started taking my shows to uh, the National Arts Festival here in Makanda. My first time was 2011. It was a great platform to start performing in. Uh, I highly suggest any performer who wants to sort of grow uh, as a performer and grow their brand to bring a show to the National Arts Festival. Uh, and from there, I mean, it grew into doing bigger shows and doing TV stuff. And yeah, now basically I travel around South Africa and the world. It's a blessing to be able to do magic, yeah, all over. It's awesome. Because you mentioned that you were on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. How was the experience? Yeah, okay. Brit yeah, Britain's Got Talent was uh, definitely one of the craziest highlights of my life because uh, also the act that myself and my performing colleague, Lee Lau, a uh, great performer as well, what we did on that show was a dangerous escape using uh, actually a crossbow. Um, yeah, which we, we used to do at the festival here as well, but no more crossbows are allowed, with good reason. Uh, but yeah, so basically we did that on the show. It was so crazy that Simon Cowell, you know, the guy, is sitting like maybe four or five meters away, and you know, he's like right there in front of you while I'm like waving around a crossbow, and Lee's escaping from chains, and it's like very surreal. Uh, but definitely I would say a highlight of my career. Myself and Lee have also been invited to be part of uh, Got Talent All-Stars, where we actually made it to the semi-finals, which we're, as far as I know, one of the only South African acts ever to make it to any Got Talent All-Star uh, show and to the semi-finals. So that was really, really, yeah, it's a blessing, it's an honour, and yeah, it's, it's just been an amazing journey so far. Yeah. Are there any specific tricks that you enjoy to perform more than the others? Uh, yeah, you know, I have a whole bunch of different, uh, I have a whole repertoire of magic that I do. Uh, I do a bit of dangerous magic. I also do what's called mentalism, which is magic of the mind. I would say personally the thing that I like to do the most is mentalism, which is that sort of illusion of getting inside of people's heads just a little bit, yeah. Ipshungulindawo is a theatre piece written by Sibonga Konge Mama. She is the 2022 Distel National Playwright winner. Mama works alongside Mandla Mbotwe, the director, Siyama Kuzeni, the music director, and Bamanya Yego, the lighting designer. Tonight is the final show, and theatre director Anthony Slow reviews the show. At the, uh, called the Black Box? The, anyway, back at the, the theatre place, they have the box theatre. Um, and it was uh, this uh, sister, uh, Siabongo Bonke, Mama, that's her name. She won a, 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 a she's first time playwright, she won an award. 
And uh, so I watched the play. It's kind of interesting because I was sitting there and I was thinking like, wow, this is this play. I, I have the theater background. I'm going like, whoa, this, this play is really very well directed and very well acted. So I'm sitting there, you know, I'm enjoying the show. It's most, mostly in Osa. I, I'm not a Osa speaker, but yeah, I sort of really understand. I've been here long enough. And it's in English, so you can understand. But more importantly, she really is uh, coming. There's this whole thing where you become a, it's like you're a poet, then you become a playwright, then it goes on like that. So I figure I'm catching her at really at the beginning of her playwriting career. Anyway, so I said I enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed the whole performance. I'm not going to spoil it by telling you anything happens, but, but it's, it's more rich, ritualistic theater anyway. So you'll you'll enjoy it no matter what if you speak the language or not. It, it's, the action is really great. Great actresses. That there's a music element in there, and what I call a sound effects element because I'm an audio dramatist and we pay attention to sound effects. And uh, it's just really very well done. Anyway, at the end, I was sitting there and uh, everybody walked out, and I'm always you know. Contrarian, so there was a guy just standing there, and so I said, "Hey, did you have any, he was by the stage? Said, did you have anything to do with the production?" He said, "Yeah, I'm the director." I said, "Oh, I was just thinking about you." I said, "This is very well directed." Then we started talking. I got to interview him, and uh, it was like a, almost like a divine kind of thing because he doesn't usually direct other people's pieces, but he was out of Joburg, and some things happened. Some some people connected. Blah. Anyway, so she asked him to direct this the piece, and it was really very good. I mean, excellent. So if you get a chance to get to the National Office, or if you, uh, she's won a, a, a bunch of awards, look for her. Uh, Siobhanke, I think it's her name, Mama. And uh, I'm not even, even going to bother to try to pronounce the name of the, of the piece. But uh, this guy, Mandela, out of Joburg, uh, well, he's a Cape Tonian, I think, out of Joburg. Anyway, uh, he's, uh, he directed it. And it was really excellent thing. And if you go to my YouTube channel, Anthony J. Sloan YouTube channel, uh, sooner or later, that I think it's sooner, that, that interview with him is going to be put up. I think it says something about an extraordinary director or something like that. It's, it's a recent one. It'll be up today or whenever it is. Okay? That's it. That's it for me. T from the Patterson, Second Train to Bed, letting you know what I only suspect as the intrepid reporter for Normal Radio signing off. This brings us to the end of our episode. For more on the festival, catch us on Ride on Q at half past three this afternoon here on RMR. Q Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Ride on Q. Hashtag, it's a good